Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bieber Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, here's Matt Mosley. And this is the place to be if you're a sponsor. My goodness, you heard all of our partners. We appreciate you so much. And especially our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank, the Nesbitt family, Brian Fonville, Executive Vice President, Director of Soccer Research. The man loves soccer. He also loves the show Ted Lasso, which um, which I love too. I've just now started watching the second season of Ted Lasso on Apple TV. So, okay. Well, that's I was thinking about starting it since it was early on, and I've heard good things, so now I will watch it. Well, that is the voice of Aaron Sexton <laughs> that you just heard. I like it, Aaron. Just jump right in Sorry, there. Sorry. <laughs> Before I could even introduce you. No, I, it's good. I just thought people that maybe just tuning in would be like, wait, what, who's that? No, they know Aaron. They're getting to know Aaron Sexton. Aaron, I think you would like it. And uh, I'm not a soccer fan by any stretch of the imagination. Played it long many years ago like most kids. But it is fun. Now, I don't understand. I've been reading these stories about, like, how it's become polarizing lately. Or some for some reason it's it's – I don't know if it's become controversial. I don't understand that. Maybe that's like the hardcore soccer fans. I just thought it was fun and a lot of good jokes and – Sudeikis is funny in it. If you haven't seen it, it's like a American football coach somehow ends up. They're basically trying to tank, and they hire the Sudeikis character over there to run an English Premier League soccer team. Not a great team, but a fun team, uh, and and they take it very seriously over there. And all the hilarity that ensues. So. Aaron, I would, if I were you, I would check it out. And, uh, again, back to what I was saying, Central National Bank. And, man, I'm so excited. They're going to be part of our uh, of our big uh, Baylor Alumni Network tailgate show. And uh, but Central National Bank's right in the middle of all that. And I appreciate that so much. Also, uh, uh, boy, Craig Cherry, uh, my lawyer buddy, He's involved in that. And then NeighborWorks Waco with Roy Nash is, is involved in that. Several others along the way. But we're very excited that we've, uh, Tom Barfield and I and others, and, of course, with the help of our crack sales staff, we have lined up several, several sponsors for that pregame, uh, that tailgate show. And, Aaron, guess what we're doing this weekend? We're giving everybody just kind of their own. Usually this is something that happens at home. But Barfield had the idea, you know what? It's going to be nice and cool on September 4th. Is that September 4th? What is today? The 1st? September? I'm trying to get my dates right here. Anyway, tomorrow's Thursday. That would be the 2nd. So on the 4th, yeah. Uh, we will be in San Marcos. And, Aaron, it's going to be – we're going to do the pregame show. We'll start 
four hours before the game. So 2 o'clock p.m., and then an IMG group will come on with, with um, John, you know, when they get real serious at about 4 o'clock. But from 2 to 4, it's going to be Mosley, Barfield, and Lark. I think Lark Smith's going to be right in the middle of that, too. And uh, we're all going to hunker down out there at the Baylor Alumni Network um, tent. Um, Doug Furch, if you're listening, may need some, like, uh, fans or a little AC. A little something blowing inside there, or I'll wilt. I did an outdoor show recently at Heritage Creamery, Aaron, and I just about melted. Okay? It was not pretty. It was not a pretty sight. I think I had long pants on. Inside. No, I thought I wore shorts. Am I allowed to wear shorts? I think I need to wear shorts because I'll have to be in the press box afterwards. I don't want to violate any Texas state rules. What do you think, Aaron? Do you think I could get away? with a nice golf shirt and so a pair of shorts up in that press box. I don't know. I, I think I'm you can. About I, it. You I'd so? give it a shot if it was me. What about Barfield? Do you think now Tom Tom kind of runs our place? Do you think that would pass muster with Tom? Mosley in a pair of nice golf shorts and a golf shirt. Usually I never go in a press box in anything but pants, you know, jeans or, <laughs> or khakis or something like that. Right. So – um, I, but I feel like a, a, a pregame out in that heat, I kind of may need, I may need some shorts involved. So we'll see. Maybe I'll bring a change and we'll see how that goes. Let us know what you think on the CNC collision text line, um, center text line, I should say, 254-662-1660. And, uh, let us know if anybody's going. Are you guys going down to San Marcos? We'll go down there, maybe stop at Bucky's, get us a little something to eat. Now, tomorrow, Aaron, that's when I'm, I'm worried about this. I, it's already worrisome enough, me showing up in, in Temple on time for an event. But now I, John Morris and I are going to ride together, which is great. I love riding with John. But that means it kind of made me need to clean up my – my act, clean up my my, uh, my my Grand Cherokee, my beautiful Grand Cherokee from Alan Samuels. Had to clean that up a little bit, and it means I'll have to show up on time. I can't just come in there with my hair on fire like I usually do because John does not roll like that, or does he, Aaron? Does John kind of come in there right as the show? Maybe John will be okay <laughs> if I arrive at like about 11.15, grab him, and then we head on down the road. Now, Aaron, you apparently have a, a should I call it well-earned day off? I don't know. But you're off the air tomorrow. But here's what I do need you to do. You are in charge of texting me several times, Mosley, pick up Morris. Mosley, because I am very capable of just racing right on through town and ending up in Temple without John in my car. I'm very worried about that, okay? My brain does not function well in those kinds of situations. All right, Aaron, can you do that? I can you sort of give me several reminders? Probably not, but I'll try. Aaron, come on. just I, be a, I have a busy day guy. tomorrow. You're supposed to be my own. <laughs> There's oh a reason why I took gosh. a day off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that's so what we want to hear about is your busy day. The rest of us are out working and doing stuff. and I mean, you're I don't know what these appointments are, but Aaron – God love you. 
I hope it works out. And I, I find it really strange that when I leave the home studio to come into the Eminem Broadcasting Studio, that though that's the day you choose to take off. I think that's I find that very strange. Okay, and I don't. I, I'm trying not to read anything into that. All right, we do have today a "Where Are They Now?" a "Where Are They Now?" segment, and uh, I'm going to do that every week where we kind of talk to a famous former Baylor Bear player. It could be any sport, but what we're going to do is today go with Cody Carlson. Now, Aaron, you're old enough to remember the great Commander Cody. Now, you and I would have been about 13 when they played that game of the century. SWC called it the game of the century. Um, I, actually, at Texas Football Magazine, I think Dave Campbell, Texas Football Magazine, called it that. And that was 1986, and that was the Baylor Bears versus Texas A&M. Texas A&M had Kevin Murray. We had Cody. Whoa. Cody was a, had a swagger about him, tall. I mean, just, you know, had the looks, had the matinee idol looks, as they say. He could throw a frozen rope. Same thing for Kevin Murray. All right, Kevin, it, it was too mano y mano. And I think that was the year Mickey had gone ahead and graduated. And so Cody had it to himself. Can you remember, Aaron, were you, as a 13-year-old lad, were you already into the Bears in 1986? In 1986, I was, my first job was selling Dr. Peppers at Baylor home games. So, yes, I was, I actually started going to Baylor games, sitting in the, uh, in the uh, concrete seats in the south end zone, I don't know, when I was seven or eight. And then when I was 12, um, I started, you could make money and get in for free for selling Dr. Peppers in the stands and, you know, around the uh, concourse area. And then you would never buy another case after the third quarter because you didn't want to get stuck with extras. So I would you would get through with your last uh, last tray of uh, Dr. Peppers and then you would watch the fourth quarter of the game. It was it was amazing for a Baylor fan. And uh, it was it was uh, some really great memories for me. Do you um do you remember RA Day when they would have Royal Ambassadors Day? Absolutely. Yeah. So I was an RA, and uh, and I don't know what your religious background is, Aaron. We don't have to delve into that if you don't want to. But I was always at those RA games. And what was strange is, and some people will remember this, they sold and it, in a game where, like, the referees have a whistle, I still to this day don't know why they would have sold, like, third, fourth, fifth grade, whatever we were, but they sold whistles. Do you know what I'm talking about, Aaron? And like, you had like 3,000 RAs, and we had these little makeshift whistles, and you could blow on these things. And, and of course, I think it probably confused the players because there we were, and it was usually the Rice game. They would pick a game that maybe wasn't as good of a game, and that's when they would hold RA day, and we would we would blow <laughs> on those little whistles. Uh, do you remember anything about that, Aaron? Does that ring a bell at all? It kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's uh, that is what we do in in RA day. Boy, my dad was our RA leader, and those were fun times. And I think we would do those Pinewood Derby, the RAs we would make. 
remember if that was a scouting thing or an RA thing, but we would one of those things you would have to to uh, one of the one of the uh, activities was and anybody my age remembers this as a kid uh, that I'm talking about around 45 and over. Uh, you would you would put these pine wood derby cars together, and you had to make them and set them all up, and then you would have these pine derby pine wood derby races. All right, and that was a big part of the RAs as well. And then the girls had GAs, girls in action. We had the royal ambassadors, and we would get together and talk about like uh, people doing mission work. Aaron, did you go to church as a kid? I did. Okay. Do you ever remember when the missionaries would show up, like on a Sunday night? No, we didn't. We didn't have that. <laughs> oh, in my you church. didn't have that. No. They'd bring their slides, and as kids, we were like, <laughs> "Oh no, the missionaries are here." <laughs> no, we didn't have that. Yeah, yeah. The missionaries would show up, and the missionary, and they're good folks. Okay, I grew to love the missionaries, but eh, Sunday night service with the missionaries, and they would put the slideshow up. Anybody out there, all our pastors, all our Baptists, they know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't think the Catholics or the Episcopalians or even the Methodists had really to deal with the mission. But we had a lot of Annie Armstrong, Lottie Moon offerings in the Baptist church, and that brought on a lot of mission work. And and anyway, that's how we ended up there. All right, Aaron, um, we're going to do some NFL here in a minute. But I did want to let everybody know that the Cowboys have signed a quarterback. You say, oh, wow, what do they do? Who do they do? Well, they signed two of them. Okay. Now, Will Greer, who started at Florida, ran into some, I don't know, had some weird stuff off the field. I can't remember what he got in trouble for at Florida. But he ended up at West Virginia. And he put up a lot of yards and was a really good quarterback at West Virginia. He is now on the Cowboys roster. So as of today, they have Cooper Rush, Dak, of course, and they have Will Greer. And then also they brought back the immortal Ben DiNucci on the practice squad. So the Cowboys now have four quarterbacks. Now, will they keep all those people? Probably not. But for now, they have Ben DiNucci. And, and I, I'll just say this, Aaron, and you've probably learned this over the years. No, There's just no more fascination or obsession in the NFL than the Cowboys' backup quarterback situation. I mean, you got all these other things to worry about in the interior defensive line and this and that and who's going to, you know, how Dak's going to look in that first game. But what we really, really like talking about is the backup quarterback situation. And, well, oh, by the way, if Gary Bohannon has a, throws a couple interceptions on Saturday night, what will we all be talking about? Let's get Zeno in there. Let's get Zeno. Oh, I hope we're not talking about that. I pray for Gary's sake that we're not. But, Aaron, backup quarterback is an absolute year-round obsession with the Dallas Cowboys, and it always has been. It is, but to be fair, if Demarcus Lawrence misses two games, the Cowboys still have a really good shot at winning those two games. If Dak misses two games with the backup quarterbacks they have right now, they have no chance of winning a game. These are not NFL-level quarterbacks that they have on the roster. It's ridiculous. You know, I, it, it, I, and I, I would agree with that. Now, we'll see what Will Greer brings. I'm wondering, our people out there, if you want to chime in, 
Who is your favorite Cowboys backup quarterback ever? Uh, 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. I would say some would say Hogaboom, who Landry called Hogan Bloom, I think. Um, and when he announced it, he kind of got flustered and called him Hogan Bloom because that was a huge one. Because that, that, there was a controversy with Danny White and Gary Hogaboom in the mid to late 1980s, and that that really was a back and forth. Some people, I think, would go all the way back and say, well, some people might even say Chuck Longley. Some people would say Danny White because Danny was, was Roger's backup. Now, there would have been a time when Roger briefly was Craig Morton's backup, but obviously we don't think of Roger as a backup quarterback. Um, if you want to go way back... Eddie LeBaron, you have to go way, way back. I would say in recent years, the most beloved was somebody like Steve no, no, uh, Steve Berline. I think when he came in for, for Aikman one year, Berline actually played really well and helped lead them to the playoffs. And, in fact, when Troy was ready to come back one of those years, they stuck with Berline, and Troy was not happy at all. All right, name your favorite Cowboys backup ever, 254-662-1660. Might be Anthony Wright. I kind of like I kind of like Reggie Collier back in the day. Um, I don't think anybody will say Vinny Testaverde, but you know who used to be the backup quarterback? Tony Romo. That could come up. All right, um, we do have a lot to get into. And we've got Cody Carlson at 340, Baylor legend, loved the guy, loved everything about his career. We'll talk a little bit to Cody. That's going to happen at 340. But next, we do some NFL news and nuggets. What was Urban Meyer thinking? And when did he start telling the truth? That's next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We could see an isolated shower early this evening, otherwise mostly clear and muggy. Low temperatures fall to 77 degrees. Tomorrow, our heat advisory continues with mostly sunny skies, a high of 97 with a heat index of 104, and mostly sunny, just as hot on Friday with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This Friday night, it's the Derrick Johnson Kickoff Classic at Waco ISD Stadium. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join us as the Waco Lions take on the Hippos of Hutto. Our coverage begins at 6.30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the play-by-play at 7 o'clock. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Hutto. It's this Friday night at 6.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Bebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler. 
Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. All right, when uh, when our guest at 340 is in town and uh, got the family back visiting and everything, and he's in town a lot these days, the great Cody Carlson, I know he loves a good ice cream cone. And let me recommend Heritage Creamery. Boy, with everybody back at school recently, they've had huge business. And then I love that new location. In fact, we did a show from out there here recently Highway 84 and Ritchie Road, that's 13701 Woodway Drive. And uh, and then, of course, the one right there on the Baylor campus, 1125 South 8th Street. Love a good creamery. And this is an independently owned and operated ice cream shop. Proud to be grown here in Waco. You can feel good about what you eat at Heritage Creamery. Scratch-made cones, fresh baked cookies, and homemade ice cream. Now, I've sampled it, okay? I don't like to talk about things that I haven't sampled. So you can order it by the cone, the scoop, the pint, the float, or the shake. And I love that shake they had that had some of the uh, Pops lemonade in it. All right? They asked for the blackberry, blackberry ice cream, and um, and then they'll, they'll put some uh, Pops lemonade in it, and it really comes out nice. All right, they use top-of-the-line ingredients with no additives or preservatives. Get over there to Heritage Creamery today. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. On that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out, you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use any anchors? <laughs> now you've got an open floor plan. Trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Texas A&M is finalizing a new contract extension for football coach Jimbo Fisher that will increase his average annual salary to more than $9 million. Fisher's new deal will keep him 10 years running through the 2030 season and will be worth more than $90 million. Ohio State quarterback Quinn Ewers, who skipped his senior year at Southlake, has signed a name-image likeness deal with GT Sports Marketing for $1.4 million. College football tonight, UAB at Jacksonville State, kickoff at 6.30 on ESPN. Astros and Mariners in an afternoon game today. Rangers on three-game winning streak also have an afternoon game with the Rockies on Fox Sports Central Texas. And the Temple Wildcats coaches show tonight with Scott Stewart starting at 6 o'clock live at Wings Pizza and Things and on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
about um, 15 minutes away from talking to Cody Carlson, the Baylor legend himself, also president right now of the uh, uh, B Association. John Morris was reminding me about that. And uh, just all around great dude. And, um, man, he's got his hand in a little bit of everything around town. Good businessman. And it'll be fun to have Cody on, and we'll get his take. I'm kind of interested to see what he thinks about uh, Gary Bohannon Jr., what he thinks about Dave Aranda's second year, and maybe even get his take on some of this uh, realignment. I mean, since we hadn't talked about that any, Aaron, we hadn't had any realignment. Talk- My gosh, Aaron, have we have we gone this whole week without, like, talking about Texas and Texas? I mean, I think I might have brought it up briefly with Chip Brown the other day, the uh, the well-known uh, columnist for Horns 247. But we've basically gone most of the week without realignment talk. Aaron, do you miss it, or did you need a break from it? I did. I think we I think we all did um, because there was really no news um, after Texas and Oklahoma made it official. There was a lot of speculation. Well, there was some news. I mean, the, the alliance that really isn't an alliance, uh, and then the Pac-12 uh, saying that they're not going to expand, that was news. But after that, there was, you know, it's kind of the waiting day to see when the next domino falls, and uh, there's not been any reports of anything hap- happening imminent. So uh, yeah, it, it was about time for a break, I think. I've noticed over the years reporters have different interpretations of imminent. You'll hear <laughs> imminent, and then about seven days later you're waiting, about ten days. What, do, what does imminent mean? To paraphrase a uh, famous Cowboys linebacker, what did, he say, what did uh, Darren Hambrick say that one time? What do voluntary mean? <laughs> one of the great lines in Cowboys history. All right. Um, there is something we need to talk about with, uh, with Cody, and I'm going to ask him about it here in about 15 minutes. We'll get to uh, the NFL here in a second, Aaron, but I didn't, I didn't bring this up yesterday. It's the fact that the kid from South Lake Carroll, Quinn Ewers, does that sound right? Um, Quinn Ewers is has signed a deal with a uh, signature, like uh, one of these big card signing companies. You know, they like to get athletes to sign. This kid has to stay on campus for three years at Ohio State. This year he will not be the um, – the quarterback. I mean, he's going to, you know, probably redshirt or whatever, but he'll be on campus, and then maybe he'll win the job the following year. Aaron, he is our 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 buddy Quinn Ewers from the Metroplex bypasses his senior year. He is the number one. He was the number one prospect for 2022. Well, they reclassified him and made him the number one prospect for 2021. Yesterday, the news comes down that he has signed a deal with this card company, this uh, sign, this signature company, for $1.4 million. Over a three-year period of time, he is going to make $1.4 million. This is signing this without ever throwing a pass. Now, i got to wonder if you're walking around Columbus and you got that big, sh- you know, shaka kind of uh, the mullet haircut, the blonde. I got to wonder to myself, Aaron, what those teammates, what your teammates, think about just showing up the first day. Hey, I'm the new freshman stud quarterback. How are y'all doing? Oh, by the way, 
I've got a contract for $1.4 million. You think there might be some jealousy in that locker room? I, I mean, this is really, uh, Aaron, to me, shocking stuff that uh, before a kid ever throws a pass that he can sign a deal for $1.4 million. I thought I thought Nick Saban was kind of messing around with us when he said Bryce Young or whatever his, you know, the new quarterback at Alabama was going to, had already been offered seven figures. But lo and behold, at least that kid's thrown some college passes and he's going to be the starting quarterback this year. This kid is not going to get nowhere near the field this year and he's going to make $1.4 million. Now that, that is, that is, I don't know, is that America? Is that the American dream? It or is. Or is that, is that sick? Is that sickening? I think some coaches and high school coaches, I mean, I think, I think they hear that and go, ugh, man, this is setting an interesting precedent. Well, you know, people were questioning, you know, him deciding to skip his senior year and go ahead and go to Ohio State in order to get the NIL deal. That was before details were released, but I think – with the amount of money it is, I think he absolutely made the right decision. Even if he never plays a snap at Ohio State, he's already made life-changing money, and you just can't you just can't turn that down when you have a chance to do that. I, I think he but absolutely did the men, smart thing. What do old men talk about, though? I mean, I know it's a lot of money, and I'm not saying I would pass it up. But I mean, I they the even the guys like Abercrombie and all those guys that uh, Alfred Anderson that went on to play NFL they still fondly look back at those high school years and man can you imagine can you imagine just losing your entire senior year i'm talking I, i'm not even talking about prom and all that i'm talking about friday nights with your buddies friday night we, every day of that week the pep rallies, everything, being the man on campus. Now, maybe this kid didn't want that and he'd had enough of that. And he's probably been the man since he was a freshman. So maybe it doesn't matter. But uh, I would say that uh, I, I, I would, I, I, there may come a day. Yeah, he may be rich by then, so it might not matter. But you can blow through, I've been told, $1.4 in a hurry. Uh, I... I don't know. I don't think he needed the money. I, the money's nice, don't get me wrong, but uh, what an incredible story of a young man uh, at, uh, at that age picking up that. All right, Aaron, I've talked almost all the way through it, but give me a little NFL music when you get an opportunity. Okay, you hear that, you know what, you know what time it is. It's time to talk a little bit about the NFL. We mentioned the Cowboys have brought on Will Greer, as their third-string quarterback, and they are going to um, they're going to go ahead and, and bring back Ben DiNucci as their a, a, on the practice squad. It, Aaron's laughing. Aaron, I have not watched last night's episode yet, and I apologize. I I take great pride in coming on here and talking about Hard Knocks because you don't even like watching it. And, and I, you know, I, I feel like I have to be the one to represent us on HBO. Well, last night I got caught up in some kind of uh, documentary. It was called Boys State. Very, very interesting. Boys State. Did you ever go to Boys State when you were at Robinson or Waco 
Waco High School. I did Aaron, not. Did you get, that's where the VFW sends you to uh, the uh, the veterans send you to Boys State. You go to Austin, you try to run for stuff, and it was a really highly entertaining documentary, but I got caught up in that. Okay, what is the latest NFL news? Well, it turns out that for once in his career, Urban Meyer told the truth. <laughs> I mean, and, oh, at the, and at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, and, but again, I don't, I don't really understand why pro football talk and these people are beating up on him so badly. I don't really have a trust. I mean, the man makes a bunch of money. If he gets fined, he gets fined. He was basically asked if, and you may have the actual quotes in front of you. If you if you don't, call them up real quick, Aaron, on your computer. But basically, he was asked if, um, you know, if 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 the whether or not someone had been vaccinated played a role in whether they were cut or not. And the man said, "Yeah, it was a factor." He answered correctly. Well, everybody knows that. Even a lot of us think that maybe Cam Newton. Maybe that had a small role to do in him not being there. If it, what's the old saying? You know, you're, if if you're not on the, if you're in the tub, you're not on the club. Half, half of a, uh, the ability is availability. All those sayings that coaches use. Well, it's always been true. You have to be there, and if you're not vaccinated, I think absolutely these coaches are holding it against you. But Aaron, what happened? He, he came out and he said it, and then all of a sudden, NFLPA, the players' union. Apparently, you're not able to do that. You're not able to discriminate against the anti-vaxxers. And the NFL and NFLPA and everybody's looking at this. Aaron, the man could be in a little bit of hot water. Well, and you know, he just said, he like you said, he, he was being honest, and he just said what every team did they considered whether the players were vaccinated or not when it came down to close roster decisions and uh if it came down to where two guys were pretty close to even and one's vaccinated and one's not the nfl teams i think you and i both agree are gonna keep the vaccinated player yeah i'm with you on that i mean if it's uh if it's up to a vaccinated uh, player or not, I mean, that's that's the way they're going to do it. Now, again, what they're saying is that Urban didn't have to come out there and say that. And they weren't supposed to. He's got to be smart enough. And he's got to go back to who he was, Aaron, at Ohio State and Florida and tell those fibs. You remember he got in trouble for getting up there and telling some fib about a coach. I think it had to do with domestic violence, if I – if memory serves correct. And he got up there and his brain got a little foggy on him. And then later he came back and said, well, you know, I, I've taken this medication and sometimes I forget things. Well, same here, Urban. But you can't get up there and lie about stuff. Well, suddenly here, here he is, Aaron, telling the truth. Urban Meyer, suddenly a truth teller. So very interesting times. They're in Jacksonville. And, oh, by the way, while I'm thinking about it, the the Saints and the Packers are going to play week one on that Sunday in Jacksonville. They can't play in New Orleans because of uh, uh, Hurricane Ida. Is that Ida? And um, so they're going to move this thing to Jacksonville. 
They're practicing in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Why are they not playing at Jerry World? Well, they've got a concert coming up. And I wish I could remember the name of this concert. It's a Latin group. Aaron, I can't. I don't know if you would have heard of them or not. It's like, um, I'll look it up. I, 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 got, I had a little bit of a laugh. They said they needed several days to get the setup for this group. And I, I cannot remember the name of the group. But anyway, they can't play the game here. So they're going to go to Jacksonville. And since that team, Aaron's usually in London, <laughs> the, the uh, stadium is available. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. And one of the great legends in Baylor history, Cody Carlson, joins us next. Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears open the season on the road Saturday against the Bobcats at Texas State in San Marcos, and we'll be there with the Baylor Tailgate Show, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Matt Mosley, Clark Smith, and me as we break down the game, bring you scores and interviews. It's the Baylor Tailgate Show, and it's this Saturday at 2 o'clock, live from Bobcat Stadium in San Marcos on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they also have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome, and they offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Store hours are Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturday, 10 to the Real Texas Gun Show is back at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas Saturday, September 4th and Sunday, September 5th. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a gun show where small mom-and-pop vendors can share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. The Real Texas Gun Show at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum Saturday. September 4th and Sunday, September 5th. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Texas A&M is finalizing a new contract extension for football coach Jimbo Fisher that will increase his average annual salary to more than $9 million. Fisher's new deal will keep him 10 years running through the 2030 season and will be worth more than $90 million. Ohio State quarterback Quinn Ewers, who skipped his senior year at Southlake, has signed a name-image likeness deal with GT Sports Marketing for $1.4 million. College football tonight, UAB at Jacksonville State, kickoff at 6.30 on ESPN. Astros and Mariners in an afternoon game today. Rangers on three-game winning streak also have an afternoon game with the Rockies on Fox Sports Central Texas. And the Temple Wildcats coaches show tonight with Scott Stewart starting at 6 o'clock live at Wings Pizza and Things and on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, I like that. Very, I like the shock and awe of that uh, music. And, uh, you let me know, Aaron. We are uh, we're trying to get Cody Carlson on the line. I mean, the man might might have had some. He's like president of the Bee Association. Who knows? He might have had some work that he's trying to to uh, to get done on the Bee Association side. And sometimes people think, Aaron, that I'm going to call him, and and that that that's confusing when when they when it comes from a different number. But that's okay. And. Uh, my goodness, can you imagine? He works in the healthcare industry, and so through all this stuff, it's been uh, it's been kind of wild. Um, Aaron, he says nothing is coming through on his phone, uh, Cody. So can I don't know if you can try it from a different number or he's got it blocked or somehow. Um, why don't you send me real quick a number he can call? You want to text that to me, Aaron? And uh, that would be good as we try to uh, right here on the air. Let me, let me see if I can find this real quick. Um, Aaron, what I'll do is uh, I'll send him a number to call, all right? Are you there, Aaron? Yes, this is a just Matt trying Mosley to get him show. Yeah, no, that's okay. It just wasn't going through. It's, it's, nothing's coming through to him. I don't know. Aaron, why are people blocking our numbers? I mean, this is a uh, this is a problem. Why would people do that? All right. Uh, again, news uh, breaking as I try to find this um, that uh, the Cowboys have signed two quarterbacks, Will Greer, as well as Ben DiNucci. And uh, I'm going to tell I'm going to tell Cody to call this number that I'm sending him, and Aaron, it'll come through on one of those two five four numbers. Um, he said he okay. He's driving. Says he may be in a dead zone. We'll be fine. Uh, look for that call, Aaron. I just gave him a number to try to call. So, um, Cody, what what are you doing? Are you at Spiegelville or something? Surely he's listening to us as we speak right now. He's listening to us trying to get him on. And uh, but we're only going to say nice things uh, as we do our first. Where are they now? Uh, segment and uh, uh, always appreciate Myatt Fuels and uh, and Bebrick. Boy, Bebrick does such a nice job and appreciate those guys uh, so much. Bebrick uh, Collision uh, Center and what they're doing and sponsoring. Where are they now? 
Appreciate those guys. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Oh, good, good. Uh, we now are joined, and by the way, this is every, once a week we put on a Baylor legend, and uh, it is our Where Are They Now segment, and I thought how better to start than with Cody Carlson. Who are our sponsors, Aaron? Bieber Collision Center is a GM, Nissan, FCA, Kia, Subaru, Ford, and Hyundai certified repair facility. Plus, they house the equipment to repair the Ford F-Series aluminum body vehicles. 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco or at BieberCollisionCenter.com. And by Maya Fuels, your local choice for fuel delivery. You call, they haul. All right, there it is. And uh, Cody Carlson joining us now. Cody, I hope you could hear me just kind of vamping there. I was just getting ready, very excited to visit with you, and uh, welcome back to the program. And uh, I can't believe it. We're uh, we're just a we're just a couple of days now away from the start of college football. Yeah, Matt. Um, can you hear me? Okay. I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. As they say, I had to call an audible and get in the car and start driving. So. <laughs> <laughs> First few times y'all try to connect me, I couldn't get it. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's that time of year, and it seems odd. Uh, seems like it, it came pretty quickly. Um, and hopefully a, a whole different year, um, you know, for college sports this year. I know, uh, you know, we really missed out on, on quite a bit of it last year. Um, but, uh, hey, we we have a chance to start things off in a in a – positive way and uh, i'm excited for for baylor but also just to have college athletics a little more accessible at this time at least yeah it is uh it's i think it's going to be better it's going to be better to have some uh fans up there i'm going to be there for that texas state now cody you are the uh, president boy no longer the president-elect it's the real deal the president of the b association and um well, that's uh, you already were a very busy man, but you've added that to your plate. What, uh, what, how, how much uh, time is that taking, and and what, what all does that entail? Yeah, so, um, so Matt is, you know, the B Association is our uh, Letter Winners Association. Uh, our executive director is Walter Abercrombie. So I've been fortunate uh, after moving here or back here four years ago to be able to spend a lot of time with Walter and he's done a wonderful job with just creating benefits and opportunities for our letter winners to support the university and the athletic department and, and to uh, just kind of uh, work in, in providing services to our athletic alumni. And so it's an honor for me to be uh, working alongside Walter with an outstanding group on the board. And, and so in my, role as president it, it's pretty easy i just kind of cue cue up the ideas and let the the brains on our board really work through um you know those those issues and we're in the middle of developing a strategic plan um with the athletic director mac rhodes and and uh, marcus sedbury who is our football athletic director associate athletic director mm -hmm. and we're really excited about just kind of it, the expansion of our program so it's uh yeah it's great we've had you know the luxury i guess or you know during COVID 19 we weren't able to meet in person and so we increased our meetings to get more work done and it's been a model that has really uh, allowed us to get to know one another better allowed us to uh mm. 
to work through uh, certain issues um, kind of more efficiently. And it's it's been a real good thing for us, and I'm sure we'll continue or carry that forward um, well, as, a, actually, as a method. Uh, we're actually counting on you to find us a conference or a landing spot, Cody. I don't know if they told you that was part of your presidential <laughs> duties. Uh, with, uh, yeah, with they, 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 yeah, they know better than that. They know that, uh, you know, I'm sure Mac, I mean, I, the one thing that I know about Mac, well, I know quite a few things. I really admire him and the work that he's done uh, and the success that the programs have had. Um you know, I think we'll be fine. I think Baylor, you know, certainly is is a, um, you know, it's it's a unique challenge for Baylor because, you know, a small private school with a Christian mission that is really, really important. Um, and to find the right fit is going to be a challenge. But Mac, I mean, Mac loves problem solving, and he does a fantastic job with it. And I'm confident that Baylor's going to find the right fit, even if, you know, I mean, for Baylor, not not necessarily for everyone initially, but I think we'll we'll be pleased uh, eventually with where we land. Cody Carlson joining us on our "Where Are They Now?" segment, and Cody's right back in Waco, Texas, where we love having him. Um, did you see Cody this latest thing on Quinn Ewers out of South Lake Carroll? Now we knew he was bypassing his senior year of high school. Um, but the latest thing yesterday was that uh, he has signed a deal to sign autographs. And again, this kid mm-hmm. has reported early to campus, and he right. for $1.4 million. Can you put yourself yeah. back at San Antonio Churchill? And you were a highly sought-after quarterback. You were, a, you were a well-known recruit, blue chipper, we used to call him. Um, right. What, what, I mean, can you imagine – giving up your senior year i know those were different times back then but when you see a kid doing something like this how what is your what is your reaction to that well i mean my you know my reaction is is really uh a partially uninformed uh opinion right and so my opinion would be that this movement in um college athletics is is going to put so much pressure on the system that we're not going to recognize college athletics as a and and the participants as true student athletes. I mean, we've already moved a little bit away from that, or quite a bit away from that over time. You know, I think this just really kind of sets things in motions to where we're looking at some sort of a hybrid model at best, and you know, the pressure for young people today is it's amazing i mean that's that's i think safe to say that the pressure that they have because of access to technology and access to uh financial um gain is is so much different and so i can't even you know i wouldn't be able to imagine it as an 18 year old now if i were an 18 year old in this um you know, in this year and in this dynamic, I mean, certainly it, it, it's just going to be part of the landscape, I guess. I don't like it. I don't think that it uh, does a full service to our student-athletes or our universities. Um, but you can see where a lot of a lot of the implications are, are being recognized and teams are moving uh, accordingly, moving out of conferences, starting, you know, different uh, campaigns to, to – align recruitment with 
NIL contracts and that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. I think it's just pretty convoluted at this point. What about some of those Commander Cody posters that were floating around? Do you think <laughs> you could possibly get some retro pay? Now, that was that was one of the better uh, posters Baylor ever put out. It was Commander Cody in the Air Squadron. <laughs> I guess Matt Clark would yeah. have been one. And maybe John Simpson were in there. And maybe was that That's Darnell? Right. You had some. Uh, Darnell sweet. Chase was yeah. in there, David Davis, and uh, Leland Douglas. And I think. I think, Matt, I've, I've bought up all of those posters to <laughs> give to family, but then also hide from people so they wouldn't resurface 30 years later and me look like a, a, a fool trying to be cool. I, I saw the right stuff recently. The, the movie, uh, and was that Sam Shepard playing Chuck Yeager? Yeah. And you had a little That's bit right. of a Sam Shepard look about you. You had that blonde, oh, well. you had the, kind of the bleach blonde hair. You're tall. That was not a bad look. Uh, I, I think, um, yeah. I don't know. There might Boy, be something that was long, there. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, talking to Cody Carlson, former Oilers and Baylor great. What about uh, what about G- you, Gary Bohannon Jr. just got named the starter. Take me back yes. to when you found out. Did Grant announce to the team that you and Tom Mickey, I mean, p- people famously, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, you and I have talked about this before, and, and what's crazy is at one point I think you all were alternating every play, and then maybe it was a right. series at some point. But, like, the first year you all did start sort of together, how did Grant mm-hmm. or how did that – how did they even handle that? Did they just say, hey, Tom and Cody are both starters? Yeah. Well, they, they they did, and really Grant did not make a decision and did not make an announcement until the day before the game, the first game, I believe. And so, you know, that – I don't know his, his strategy uh, in doing that, but I do think his strategy for playing two very inexperienced quarterbacks um, at the same time with complementary skills, the offense didn't change that much, the, the – um, you know, the abilities, Tom was a better runner than I was. He's more accurate thrower than I was. And I, I had a, maybe a little bit of a stronger arm. Um, but, but we were pretty, pretty much plug and play. And, you know, I think the strategy was to, to give us the opportunity to come over the sideline after every play and talk through on the headsets or with Grant what we were seeing out there because it was a – you know, it was a blur. I was a redshirt freshman. We we started the season playing uh, Brigham Young University when Steve Young was the quarterback. We played him at home, fortunately. Um, Tom and I shared the duties, and both were not, you know, we weren't put in positions to where we had to carry the team. We had a great running attack. We had a great defense. And so I think he played it just right. Um, you know, I think for Gary, uh, certainly he's more seasoned than, than Tom and I were. And so he understands, uh, while it's a new offense this year, I think also they're going to help take the pressure off of him and, and really uh, develop an offense that, that uh, cater to his strengths. He is a smart guy. He is a competitor. He's composed. He has a, a good arm, and he has mobility and a big, tough kid. Um, you know, and I think they're going to set him up for success. It'll be interesting to see what all they do in this new offense. I think it'll help. They've got some great defensive uh, 
players. When you see this current uh, obsession with RPOs and that kind of thing, how, mm-hmm. how would you have been in, in some of those offenses where they're just, I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, that, that has taken over. Even, even It's even really gotten into the NFL now, all that RPO. Yeah. And you were more of a classic pro-style passer, as I recall. But, yeah. but do you think some of that stuff would have fit you? Well, you know, that really was my, you know, kind of my skill set and my strengths was, you know, where that I had a strong arm and I had, you know, enough intelligence to know what I was doing out there. Um, I, you know, we did a lot of kind of innovative um, play action passes that, that had multiple reads um, and an option offense as well so we we kind of combined the two to where we had a one back set or, or no back set and we'd also line up in a in a veer and and we would run the option so we were a very diverse offense um i think you know certainly i had to adapt and i had to improve my running skills and my decision making and all of that but it's it, you know that certainly through good coaching and and a desire to learn you're able to accomplish more than you think you're going to be able to do. So uh, we had a pretty balanced attack and some great coaches that really on the cutting edge of, of um, innovative offensive schemes. So, yeah, I I look at it today. I don't think in the professional game, I mean, we did, you know, we didn't do a whole lot of RPOs, uh, you know, but I did uh, play in the offense where the run and shoot was kind of this innovative scheme that uh, really gave the offense, a, a hand up over defenses. Eventually, defenses caught up. Uh, defenses always adjust, um, and so, or or offenses as well. So I think that we're seeing a, you know, a season of this heavy RPO, and it really tailors to some of the more athletic quarterbacks that are that are coming out now, and that they're able to uh, adapt to the professional game more quickly because it's more similar to what they did in college. Um, and I think that's a great thing. It's exciting. I don't know the longevity of quarterbacks with this system. I mean, it puts a lot of pressure on them and also puts them in a compromised position at times uh, physically. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how defenses react to it. Next time you come on, uh, I'll, I'll have you explain – what you think is uh, going to happen with this Houston Texans quarterback situation? Okay, we'll just. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm not sure that I want to even go yeah, down that a, road. You know, what I a think mess. Yeah. What a, yeah, yeah, it sure yeah. is unfortunate, and uh, you know, in a lot of ways, and you know, not knowing all of the of the facts, right? It's hard to make yeah. a judgment, but it's a lot of, you know, it is a, quite a mess, as you say. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Hey, listen, we uh excited what you're doing with the Bee Association. My dad played there in the late 60s, 67 through 70, right around there right. for Coach Bridgers right. and that gang. And that group, man, they are very loyal, and they love coming back and that kind of thing. So we yeah. really appreciate what you're doing. And, and uh, Cody, you'll probably see me sneaking in there looking for some cookies or some pregame barbecue. I've been known hey, to do we- that, even though – Perhaps yeah, I did not let back in the day. You're always welcome, Matt, and uh, we appreciate it. We we truly are excited about uh, being able to get, you know, visit with old teammates, acquaintances, and really expand our 
our uh, services to all the different programs. Um, you know, athletics is a whole lot different today, and so our alumni are going to look a lot different uh, with with both. Um, you know, just uh, the uh, multiple programs that are now under collegiate athletics, and so we look forward to really growing our membership as well over these next few years, but you're always welcome to be a big part of that. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it, Cody. There he goes, Cody Carlson, Baylor legend on our Where Are They Now? Thank you, Bebrick. Thank you, Myatt Fuels. And uh, game time is next. Tom Barfield with game time. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. The La Vega Coaches Show with Don Hyde is brought to you by First Central Credit Union. The Vega Pirates open the season with the 51-21 win over Katie Jordan. Coach, first off, your uh, running game seemed to be hitting on all cylinders. Two running backs with over 100 yards rushing. Yeah, the offensive line did a pretty good job opening up some holes for them, and uh, those kids hit the holes and, and uh, broke, a, broke a few tackles and, uh, and did a great job running football. Katie Jordan, what kind of resistance that they put up? As I understand, a new school that only had juniors as the, the highest classification on the team. I mean, they were they were very athletic, and uh, Coach Robbie does a good job, and they they put you in a bind with some formation stuff, and uh, their defensive line was really good, and so uh, you know I felt like our kids played a really good game. On the defense side of the ball, who played well? Our middle linebacker Darian White played well. I thought our whole entire defensive line really really did a good job. Uh, you know, we struggled a little bit in pass coverage, so we got brand new safeties back there, and so uh, we'll get that stuff cleaned up. What did you learn most about your team in that first game that probably needs to be improved?